Hey, y'all. Welcome to Co-Parenting Past Chaos, a podcast that gives you a raw and unfiltered insight on marriage, divorce, the crazy adventures of co-parenting, and so much more with your hosts, April and Lauren. Not only are we best friends, we are also the wife and former wife of the same man. Join us each week as we take you on a journey inside our wild and chaotic lives and show you how we were able to forge and maintain a positive co-parenting relationship while collectively parenting a lot of kids with a few husbands. We're definitely not professionals and we'll probably get you into more trouble than you bargained for but what we do have is a sense of humor street smarts and a few decades of experience under our wife mom and divorcee bill this ain't your mama's podcast welcome to episode 143 of past chaos hey girl how's your week going um it's going it's uh, going i mean it's had its highs and lows Mm-hmm. I fly out tomorrow, so my week is kind of done. You're done. as of today. You're done so I am. Yeah, um, but you yeah. know what? I realized that today that from now until June, our lives are going to be. I don't really think, hectic. I don't think I have a free weekend. I don't think so because soccer obviously is yeah. ongoing. You're out of town this weekend and next weekend. And the, the following weekend, after. weekend, you and I go out of town. Yeah. Then we have business stuff happening. Yep. Then our daughter's having a baby. Amongst all of that. Like, oh, yeah. We're not going to. Shit's about to get real. If you don't see us, it's, <laughs> it's because we yeah. don't know where we are. It's so true. I think we're about to blow away. <laughs> Do you hear the wind? Is that the wind? Yeah, it's whistling. Oh, my gosh. This is like, crazy. We are technically, actually, while we are recording, we are actually under a tornado watch we as are. we speak. That's crazy. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. Dorothy and the Tin Man, they're all going to start coming and flying through the air. What is that saying? Like, you should just be quiet about your goals and your hopes and dreams. Stay humble, stay quiet. So we've kind of been quiet, but we have been working out, Lauren and I. Yes. And we go to the gym every morning. Mm -hmm. We have these conversations in the car that get real, (laughs) real... Deep. We at have four thirty a.m. Yeah, we have it. I think to wake ourselves up, and it's funny because I think both of us are morning people. Like we yawn a lot, but yeah. we get up and we're in good moods. I enjoy being there with you. I have really vivid dreams, and they are like giving me signs. Yeah. You know, to, so I try to so, decipher. Them. Yeah, you and you've been doing that for like two years now. You've deciphered my dreams. I told you about this reoccurring dream that I have. <laughs> When I go back to high school, but I can't find either my locker or my classes. And, I, you know, you're trying to tell me what it is. And you're like, well, April, it's just because you have unresolved issues from your childhood. Well, no shit. Like, <laughs> I understand that. Then I tell you this week, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I had this dream that I shit my pants like really bad. And then I was trying to go to the bathroom and I didn't want anybody to know that I just pooped my pants. Yeah. And people were watching me go poop and I was trying to get out of there. And you're like, oh. You know why? It's because you have anxiety about poop. Uh, again, no shit. Yeah, and I told you it's manifested itself into your body now. <laughs> I, but you're just like very matter of fact. And it's so, like, I know, I know what it is. And but then what did I tell you? Stop being anxious. <laughs> I'm like, well, no well, shit. You know Sherlock. how to fix that. Just stop. Uh, I, okay. If it was that easy, clearly I wouldn't be shitting my pants in my dreams. <laughs> but here I am. I'm not going to lie. My 4 a.m. advice is probably not the greatest, mm. but at least I'm giving it. You are. I and try. I appreciate it. You You're know, welcome. I really appreciate you analyzing my dreams so that I know what's going on in my Makes life. Makes you feel a little better. Yeah. What these signs actually mean. <laughs> we hope everybody loved our episode last week on relationship cons and. 
I thought it was pretty funny how we both got catfished I, by the same yeah. guy. I got some interesting <laughs> remarks on that. Yeah. I mean, it was fun. We always try to keep it light. So this week we had a plan that we were going to do this episode that we have been talking about for a couple months now. All right. So I'm the planner of our relationship. Yes. And I make notes on all of our podcasts before we record them just so kind of stay on track. So Lauren comes in five minutes before we're getting ready to record and says, look, I'm not ready to do that episode. So I'm going to need you to (laughs) just redo this entire episode. Oh, okay. So we're going to talk about her breakup because we haven't discussed that yet. And, you know, the people deserve to know what's going on in our lives because we chose to be out there and put everything out there. But... We want it to be at the right time. And she's just not at the place that she wants to divulge all the dates right now. I will say this. I thought it was at the place. And I hastily, I think, got there because my feelings got hurt about something yesterday in in regards to the situation and the person. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'm ready for the breakup episode. And then, of course, Lauren being Lauren, I stew on it a little bit. And I'm like, no, I don't I don't want to like rush into something and I want to make sure that my emotions are completely settled and I have a level head and I can, I can shed some clarity for others, you know, oh, going through a breakup. Cause I don't necessarily want to talk about what happened and, and delve others. It's not a, I'm not trying to do a smear campaign here. Oh no, not at all. I just wanted to talk about feelings and what it's like to end a relationship and then what you go through after it. But turns out I'm still going through it. So until I'm completely on the other side, I just feel like it wouldn't be fair. My content wouldn't be worth it. Well, mine would have because I was going <laughs> to win an so Academy ready. Award. I was like going to be like Oprah. She's like, I'm going to interview you. And I was like, uh, thinking to myself, for what? Like, is it really? I guess. Well, it is because people are really invested in our lives and they want to know what's going on. So... I thought, you know, we'll get there. Here's my play. Here's my chance. And this and is we're it. probably hyping it up like it's going to be something exciting. It's probably not, but. Well, I think it is. Maybe. I think anything in our life's exciting. So instead of that, we're going to excite you in other ways. <laughs> okay. Laura and I are going to kiss. I'm kidding. We're going to talk about living life to the fullest. Oh, I love that. <laughs> You're like, oh, okay. We're going to get real deep though right now. Okay. okay. You ready? Yeah. Are you fulfilled in your life? I think I am. Yeah. I would say so. My first thought was no, that I'm not currently fulfilled. I feel very accomplished, but not completely fulfilled. I am grateful because I know that I have a lot, a lot more than than several others in the world. And I'm blessed and I've got to do so many amazing things, but I'm not exactly where I want to be financially or, you know, in other aspects of my life. But it's because I overanalyze. You do. And I compare. Mm-hmm. And you know that's the thief of the joy. The thief of joy, it is. So I dug deeper and I realized that I'm more fulfilled internally than I've ever been before. That's exactly how I would word it for myself as well. You, you hit that nail on the head with that. I'm at peace with so many aspects of my life that I never thought I would be at peace with. And things that I've never been happy about. Yeah. Previous times in my life. I think my fulfillment or just our fulfillment in general 
it, it changes, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, years ago, I would have felt fulfilled in other ways or wanted fulfillment in other ways. Now, the older I get and the more I've gone through, it truly has come. I feel fulfilled out of inner peace. Yes. And clarity, mental stability. Those are the things that I feel the most fulfilled on. I realize those things that I used to find happiness in, they really don't serve a purpose in my life. They were things that, I guess they were band-aids really for what I really needed to do to become fulfilled. Yeah. And that's a good way to look at it too. I think those things bring fulfillment, but I think it's temporary. It's temporary, yeah. Because your growth is always evolving. Mm-hmm. So you're going to outgrow that little Band-Aid, obviously. Yep. But when you grow into mental clarity and stability or just your own self-worth, you really can't outgrow. That is the growing moment. Like that is the ultimate healing. That's when you reach utter fulfillment. True. Yes. When, when everything inside you is like, it's just like a switch goes off, you know, uh-huh. and, and it clicks. I think that happened for me. What was it like two weeks ago when I text or no, when you came home, we both came home for the day. And I was like, this is the happiest yeah. I can remember myself ever being. And there was nothing spectacular that happened. I just felt like, wow, I had the most relaxed day, even yeah. though it was hectic, but like inside, I just felt so calm. And every day I feel calmer and calmer. And that for me is fulfillment. You're just at peace. I don't know another word. I keep saying peace, but I'm not waiting for the other shoe to drop. I'm not walking on eggshells. My anxiety isn't anywhere. My depression is managed. I just feel mentally clear. I am just as clear as I've ever been or felt. Like I'm okay. I'm going to be be okay. okay. And and I'm okay right now. What would it take to get you to where you really want to be in life? Um, see, this is a hard question for me because I kind of threw out the concept of goals a long time ago, and I just wanted to live in the moment. So I am exactly where I want to be. I am able to actually have the capacity now to be living in the moment. Mm-hmm. So that to me, I've made it. Ah, um, you stole mine. Sorry. It's okay. I mean, it's all right. You have really We're on hurt the same me today. Path. But no, I but I'm serious. That is how I feel. I'm finally at that place in my life. You just like anything can happen and I'm yeah. okay. That's a really cool place to be at. It is. I'm grateful. I mean, a million dollars would not hurt. Well, yeah. All, but but I think those things if those things were to happen like you know, career success or financial stability for me, really. Now I would have the mental capacity to actually accept the gratitude that came with it. Yeah. And the responsibility that came with it as well. So I've earned it. So if those things do pour into my life, which I manifest that they do, you know, that would be wonderful. I have the capacity now to manage it. Yeah. And to really, really be grateful if it, if and when it did, did happen. I've gotten a, an appreciation now yes. for all these things in life. Yeah. And that's what I love. I think the only thing that I really need now to be really well is to fully heal from like past trauma. Yes. Because it's, it's a work in progress. And when you've had so much throughout your life, it's just not something that happens overnight. And I've only been doing this for a very short time. True. And I, you know, I, I'm learning 
every time I'm triggered, that is a moment of some trauma somewhere down the line that has gone unhealed. Mm -hmm. So I'm very, very aware right now. I'm like on high alert, paying attention to these little triggers that I get like yesterday. You know, I was triggered by something that made me feel very insecure. So somewhere along the lines, I have failed to heal a certain insecurity in myself and I need to tap into that instead of ignoring it, instead of brushing over it or letting it cause a reaction, which is what I wanted it to do. I need to really look back and say, why do I have this insecurity? It's I, I'm feeling triggered Where for a reason. coming from. And when you're at peace so often, when you are at a place, I think that we are at, you can, you can see those triggers very vividly. I think before I was sifting through a hundred triggers constantly all at the same time. And now it's like, oh, I've gone a few weeks without feeling a trigger. So now that I feel one, okay, there's a reason it's coming up and I need to focus on it. Right. I want to talk about now relationships, like how you find your fulfillment in relationships. You're not currently in a relationship. Correct. But if you were, what what about the relationship would tell you I'm fulfilled? That you're fulfilled. So I'm dabbling with this question. Because I knew you're going to ask this, I felt I felt it coming. I don't think relationships bring fulfillment for me. Um, I think human interaction does, and getting to know people or just our relationship, you and I's relationship, mm-hmm. is very fulfilling to me. But as far as a romantic partner or a partner in the sense of like a husband or a boyfriend, I have I, I've seen my a pattern with myself. And I'm noticing the pattern that is when I'm not in a relationship, I feel the most fulfilled. So oh. I don't, I need to dive into this one a little bit. You know, I'm, I'm definitely in the, in the place where I can discover what this is and what this means for me. But right now I don't know if a relationship is the thing that would fulfill me. Okay. What about you? Um, I will be honest and say right now at this very moment, no. I'm not completely fulfilled in my relationship. I think the healthiest relationship I've ever been in in my life is the one I have with my best friend. And that's sad and not at the same time. I agree. Okay. Mm -hmm. I feel safe with you. And I think it's just, I'll go back to the trauma. This is something that I've dealt with for years of abandonment. So I don't fully trust men. I I don't know that I ever will. And it's sad. I hope to because I'm working on that. I've, I'm recognizing mm-hmm. that it's a problem within myself and it's nothing that anybody, any man has done to me right now. It's in my own. It's my own issue. And I have to, I have to repair myself before I can. So somebody, I listened to this, not a podcast, but I was watching this video the other day and they were talking about relationships and how you should never find home in another, in your partner, right? Like they shouldn't be your home because then when your home leaves, like then you're what, you know, you're destroyed and um, you put all your faith you into something. that person. I absolutely agree with that because that's what I did with Roy. And when he did leave, it was traumatizing. It was traumatizing. Okay. So I agree with it partially. However, I think that we found home in each other. And but I'm also, what, I, what did I just say? I'm safe with you. Exactly. And so if I've already found home, how am I supposed to find it anywhere else? And I don't, I don't to. really want to, I don't think. I don't know. But this to me is the healthiest relationship. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think as far as relationships, you find 
fulfillment in different people. They bring different pieces of the pie to create an entire whole fulfillment pie, if that makes sense. Yes. You give me the majority of everything I need in a relationship. I have a couple of other friends that give me things. Romantically, I have someone that gives me something. But you, you also have to do it for yourself. You do. In relationships. Yes. So what happens when your pie is full, though? Like, if my pie is full... You don't need anybody else. You fill my pie, baby. That's where I'm in this discovery phase of like, is there room for fulfillment of a relationship for me? I don't know. That's such an interesting question. (laughs) Huh. I'm discovering it, though, and I'm having fun. You have fun. (laughs) I turned 40 about a year ago, and I remember because you were there. You remember, too. I made a promise to myself that I was going to take this year to truly work on myself. Mm Mm-hmm. And I have. And I'm really proud of myself. I've not done a great job because I'm not finished, but I've done a really good job. I think in the year that you first started, it was a year of almost deconstruction. Oh, yeah. You you really broke. You broke. And I watched it and I saw it. But that's the beautiful part because once you're broke, well, guess what? You get to rebuild. Mm -hmm. And now I'm slowly watching you rebuild. And it's pretty cool. It feels cool. It, it feels, it's scary. I'll yeah, tell you that. It's, it's terrifying. Because having to acknowledge all of the things, mm-hmm. it's like sitting there, you know, when you were raised Christian, like I yes. was, and you, they talk about judgment day. That's what it, I can compare it to. It's sitting there with yourself and pointing out every horrible thing in your life. Mm-hmm. Every bad thing you've done, every bad thing that's been done to you. Mm-hmm. Really, really diving into it, acknowledging it, accepting it. Do you know what the hardest part about it is? Taking accountability for it, too. Oh, I hate it. That is the worst one. And it it sucks. Sometimes. I hate when I realize that some things are my fault. Uh-huh. <laughs> I hate that. Or you have to take accountability in things that you never thought you were going to have to take accountability in. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, if I don't, I'm not going to have learned the lesson or learn this part of myself. Yep. You got to get intimate with yourself. Yeah, you do. And accountability is a bitch. But I do enjoy it now. I, you know, it's I almost will, an, It's almost an addiction. It is. Fixing and yourself. Once you're holding yourself accountable for things, you can be completely transparent with someone. And once you add transparency and you take an accountability, how that person perceives the things that you're telling them or communicating with them, that's now on them, not you. Yeah, not on you. That's on them for mm-hmm. sure. Having six kids, one grandchild, and two more on the way, we know a thing or two about pregnancy. On top of the priority list is comfort, and that's why we're so excited to have found Kindred Bravely, because comfort is their mission. This premium maternity and nursing brand makes it so easy for moms to find functional, stylish, and comfortable clothing. They offer premium soft fabrics, including bamboo and organic cotton, and their wire-free bras for nursing, pumping, or both are very supportive and come in a wide variety of sizes including special busty sizes for E-to-I cups. They have an eclectic range of sports bras, sleep and comfort bras, to versatile everyday bras, and so, so much more. It doesn't stop at ultra-comfortable bras. Kindred Bravely also carries undies, sleepwear, loungewear, activewear, bump-friendly tops and bottoms, nursing-friendly dresses, tanks, and tees. Tired of itchy hospital gowns? No, we want to look stylish and gorgeous in the delivery room. 
you have to check out their beautiful, flattering labor and delivery gowns. Visit kindredbravely.com for your stylish maternity and postpartum needs. Make sure you use our special discount code 20CHAOS. That's 20CHAOS for 20% off your purchase. A big thank you to Kindred Bravely for sponsoring this episode of Past Chaos. I think something that really stands out to me over this last year that I've done is the fact that I've learned to say no more. Mm-hmm. I'm not completely healed from that, but I've done a very good job and I've learned to set boundaries. Yeah. And I appreciate when someone acknowledges my boundary and appreciates it as well. Respects it. Respects it. There, mm-hmm. there you go. That's what I appreciate that they respect my boundary. That tells me that they truly care about me. Yes. I'm practicing this year effective communication. Mm. That's, uh, that's going to be mine that I need to dive into. Yeah. Well, I'm going to just say you're not very good at that right now, but no. I'm very interested yeah. to see you. I'm going to work on it. Okay. So work in progress. I think I'm I think I'm better than what I was. I know for a fact. Um, 100%. <laughs> I said this to you this week, I think. Yeah. That I watched you throughout the years and before you would run right away from every single thing yes. and to see you grow from that is amazing. I think my last relationship, the most recent one actually did teach me in my mind on my side of things. I felt like I was communicating. Now do I think it was necessarily effective all the time? No, probably not. But it was the start of me practicing communication and learning to be effective with it. And I'm just going to keep going from there. When it's not something that you're used to doing, it takes time. It does. You're not going to master it the first time around. Yeah. And I don't think you had healthy communication in your previous marriage. Mm -hmm. So this is something that you're having to relearn. Yeah. While you're trying to also learn somebody else's communication style. That's why relationships are hard. They are hard. Yeah. Lord. Is knowing somebody wants you enough or do you need them to show it? We're still talking about fulfillment and relationships. Oh, absolutely. Have to show it. I am an actions over words any day, every day. I will read your energy before I listen to what you say. Mm Mm-hmm. I do agree. Actions speak louder than words. And for me, it's not enough just to know. And I, I can remember two men in my life saying, well, you know, I want you. Okay. Or you How? know, I love you. Yeah, you know, yeah. I love Why do I have to tell you all the time? Because. It's not about telling. It's about showing. Thank you. I not only need them to show it to me, but I need them to show it in a way that I receive and understand it. Correct. Simple. Yes. It's just simple. You would think. Well, <laughs> how are you fulfilled emotionally? Like for me, it goes back to the five love languages. And I want quality time. I want words of affirmation. Um, I'm an acts of service and quality time. So that's how I'm emotionally filled. And I think just recogn- recognition of my emotions mm-hmm. is really important to me because I seem, I, I, I don't know why, I don't know why I come across, I'm still learning this about myself too. I come across as very tough, but I am super sensitive. So I need to figure out how to navigate and explain that to a partner or people around me and know that they respect that she is in fact sensitive. I think just saying it because I don't know that you ever had before. Right. It was something like I guessed and you're like, yes, 
That's right. You did a lot of guessing. I did a lot of guessing. (laughs) And so I think just you saying that to someone and being upfront about it. Yeah. That's probably the best way. Do you play it safe or do you live on the edge? I guess a little bit of both, maybe. I definitely lived on the edge a lot more in my (laughs) younger years. I think my body's too hard to do that anymore. I think I probably play it safe now, honestly. (gasps) Oh, I 100% play it safe. I mean, I still do. I, I don't know. I mean, I'll still take chances. I think this year is definitely more of my yes year. I've always been kind of a no person. I don't have a problem telling you no. It's never been an issue for me. But I want to say yes to a lot of chances this year, experiences and opportunities, whatever those may be. I want to say yes to exciting things. But I I think we have rules for a reason. And I don't like taking chances. I want a sure bet. I want to know what's going to happen. You know what? I need to feel I safe. Do. I know what you mean. And but I do like, like, I like spontaneity. Yes. And I love that you bring that out in me. Mm-hmm. That you're like, hey, let's go. We're going here for the weekend. All right, let's do this. And that, to me, is living life on the edge. <laughs> when, when I don't have time to pack. It doesn't take much, guys. Okay? It does not. All right? It does not. I'm very easy. I'm a cheap date. You should see her when it, where it's last minute. And I'm like, hey, do you want to order a pizza? And she is just so <laughs> excited at that last minute dinner change. <laughs> I am. See? chance. I do take a chance. All right. Last thing I want to talk about is manifesting the life that you want and deserve. Yes. Do you manifest magic or madness? Magic. My madness. (laughs) No, I don't. I mean, I try to manifest. See, manifesting is new to me. Okay. All right. Like very new. I'm just not good at at positive self-talk because I'm a realist. If I don't believe it, I can't say it. So one thing I learned about manifesting is acting or living in a way that it's already a reality. So while I may not have a million dollars in the bank and I can't go out and spend like I have a million dollars, I need to have the mindset that I have earned a million dollars and it is sitting in my bank account because I have earned it and I deserve it. And it is my, I I guess my success or my reward. That's the word I'm looking for. So you have to live in a way that you've already manifested it and it's already resonated into your life. Okay. So after we're done, could you write me a check for like a half a mil since you've got that planer? Sure. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, it's a thing. It's, that's how I get over insecurities, right? Like I, carry myself in a way that just says, I am confident, even if I'm not, and I'm not really feeling it, I am going to live as if I am. And then I actually start living like I really am. And I am confident. So you just have to, you can't let it sit in your brain. You really have to make it an action. Again, it's the actions and words. I want to be better at this. And this, it's, it's, I'm going to tell you what, I've had some real big arguments with myself lately. <laughs> and that's scary and sad at the same time. But I even downloaded this little app on my phone mm-hmm. and it's called I Am. And I it, have the same Yeah. App. So it pops up these daily affirmations and it, and it changes throughout the some day. Some of them make me mad. Yeah. So yeah. So I'm sitting there and it'll be like, I am blah, blah, blah. Well, no, I am not. I am not that. Let's see. Yeah. What Let's pull what right ours now. say right now in this very moment. Okay. My I am is... I have an infinite supply of love. This is great. Okay, you do. So see, and I probably needed to hear that because I'm not going to lie. Yesterday I had this very emotional breakdown over, I don't ever want to be in a relationship again. I don't ever want to trust anyone again. I don't want to give my love away ever again. And now look, it's, it's, I have an infinite amount of love. Oh my God. What is yours? Listen, (laughs) I'm not even making this up. I'm going to show it to you. I just screenshot it because I was like, I don't want anybody to think I'm lying. 
It says, I attract what I talk about. So I only speak positive words. It hurt me. This is the universe talking to me. It hurt me. It said, April, you need to start speaking positive to yourself. I don't. I thought about doing this because I've seen it somewhere, maybe in a movie or something, where you literally write sticky notes on your and my mom put them this. on your mirror or something uh-huh. to say that's what my mom what, does yeah what you need to hear Absolutely. about yourself I, now i i've gotten better about my body because i've just accepted this is the body that people are going to get like it or not here i am but it's other things it's internal things that i have a problem that's where the demons are yep. and so when this little app is telling me Oh, you are this amazing and fascinating person. Well, no, I'm not right now. I don't feel that way and I'm not. So I'm not going to lie and tell myself that I am when I'm not because that's a lie and I don't want to be a but liar. it's not a lie. Well, I, when I don't feel that way, it's, it's a lie The only me. way to get yourself to feel that way is to start by telling yourself and believing in it. Are you in charge of these apps? Because now you sound <laughs> like my phone. I want to throw you and the phone. That's fair. All right. In order to become fulfilled, what do we have to do? I think we, first of all, need to be proud of how far we've come. Mm -hmm. I was just going to say that. Recognize exactly how far you've come. Um, I had to do that this year. It's hard. And I'm still doing that every day. I remind you. I get so angry Mm -hmm. with If things don't go the way I feel like they should, and here's what this ugly word I hate called expectations. And I have all these expectations that I've set for myself. And when they don't come to fruition, now I'm just angry. And I need to stop and realize that I have accomplished so much. Yes, you have. In my short little life. You have, though. And it's it's incredible to me. And... To know that you've come so far and you're getting this beautiful opportunity to go even further, I just want you to take it. You know, I just mm-hmm. want to sometimes drag you to the other end of do the rainbow. Do it. Just try. I'm trying. I'm, I do it at 4.30 in the morning. You do. Yeah. I have to stop being so critical. I'm so, so critical to you're myself. You're self-critical. Yes. Not to others. No. You're the most positive person ever. Yeah. But not to myself. I'm I'm a negative Nancy inside this little Brady body. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You got to know what you want. And not just that, you got to believe you deserve it. And that's another thing. Like I have a hard time thinking, okay, well, here's where when I'm knocking down all these walls I've built inside myself, I'm thinking, okay, well, do I really deserve all these great things? Yes. Yes, you do. I do. I really do. I'm a good person. Mm hmm. 100%. 100%. You're looking at me like I'm going to question it. <laughs> no, hey, I'm a good person. Got to learn to love yourself and others. But yes. first, ourselves. Because if we don't love ourselves, there's no way that we could possibly love anybody else. It's true. If you don't know how to love yourself and be intimate and in love with yourself, you will never figure out what love is towards anyone else. Nope. And you got to let go of the lies that you've told yourself. Yes, April, that you've got to let go of the lies that you continue to tell yourself. Uh huh. Yeah, that one's one we both probably struggle with. Try new things. Well, you I know, have. I love that. <laughs> I've tried a lot of new things. I'm so proud and of you. And it's fun. Yeah. You never know. And it's so simple because I tell our kids at dinner time when they say, oh, I'm not going to eat that. I don't like that. Well, how do you know? You've never tried it. So, how do I know I don't like to do this? I've never tried it. So, True. we do. We try new things. And what did you tell me yesterday? I don't know what did I you. Know? I was I was complaining to you and saying how I you know I just want conflict. I don't want to 
don't want to do this. I don't want to go out in public. I just want to be introverted and hide no, myself right now. And you said, no, you've done that. That has always been your go-to. So you do to something it. different. Yeah. Are you going to listen to me? I'm working on it. Yeah. No, I need a yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you said you're a yes person. Oh, yes. Okay. Then. Yes. Okay. All right. Be grateful and put out positive energy. I can do that. To I, I know. <laughs> do it to yourself. I know. Do it to myself. You know what? I need to get like a like a mirror carried around so that when you start saying positive things to me, I just slide the <gasps> mirror in front and then you're all of a sudden saying it to yourself. Yeah. I wish I could. You know what it is? I, I think it's because I feel silly. Like going, well, although I do talk to myself a lot, but I think that saying nice things to myself is just weird to me. I don't. You don't? No. I don't I'm, know why I feel Listen, that I will be your biggest hype girl, but I will also be my own. And when I am not my own, that's what I have you for. Mm-hmm, girl, I'll hop you right up. Lastly, don't give up. I want to give up. I, I mean, I'm, just, no, I'm not even going to lie to y'all. I do. Every, like once a day. I'm like, every oh, day. God, forget it. I'm just going to give up. But you can't. No. Because there's right when you do, that's when the magic's going to happen. It Something is. amazing is going to happen right before you give up. And sometimes it's not the amazing that you have set the expectation to be. Sometimes it's so much better. Because let me tell you, if somebody asked me five years ago that this is what my life looked like, I, oh, I can't even, my brain wouldn't have been able to even wrap that, wrap around that. I think back on that little girl from Meigs County and I don't think I could have ever dreamed that I would be where I am today. Right. Ever. In a million years, somebody could have said, okay, April, here's what's written for you. In your book of life. I would have been like, I'm sorry, wait, what? I'm like, mm, I'm sure you got that mixed up with someone else. That else's. sounds not like me. <laughs> but here I am. And it's amazing. Yeah. And there's so much more to Much come. better Just than wait. I could have ever done on my own. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. All right, y'all. Get in touch with us. We love to hear from our listeners. Send us topics that you'd like us to discuss. And if you want to learn more about us and hear all of our stories from the very beginning, check out our website, pastchaos.com. If you want a more personal insight into the craziness that is our lives, Follow us on our social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Also, you can now stream season one of You, Me, and My Ex on Discovery+. Plus. I need to update you on my sugar daddy search. Though. Oh, how is it? Listen, I went on there again because I'm like, okay, let me see. People are gross. I, that's why I can't do the dating app thing. I, I don't know why it. I'm on here. I'm whole ass married. But it's, it's, there's a married man. This is what I've seen. This married man. And he is looking for discretion that he's willing to pay for. First of all, I just, I just feel like a hooker at that point. But second of all, you're married. How much sugar is he wanting? Though? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it depends. If you're wanting like a little bit of sugar. I feel like a hypocrite because I am in fact married and I'm on this side, but mine is for research and educational purposes only. Yeah. Not for. No, I get that. You know, you could put me on there though, for real. I mean, I thought about putting your picture Why and not? then me just doing the talking. Sure. I wouldn't feel so bad. You know then. what? We're letting all the secrets out. Now everybody knows. But then what if they want to meet up? I want, okay, I need a sugar daddy site that they just want to pay me for my you time. You realize that we're Googleable, right? <laughs> Damn it. We're going to have to change our name. What can we be? Uh, we'll go by our middle and first names. Jennifer Nicole. Jennifer Nicole and Lauren April. There you go. So if y'all see that on sugarbabies.com. <laughs> Send us some money. <laughs> so well, well, well. I have a question for you. Uh-oh. This has presented itself to me this week and okay. I am sort of undecided, right? I'm okay. on the fence. So I went on a date with a guy like three years ago uh, when I was single. Again. 
for the hundredth time in my adult life. And it was, it was a fine date. I don't know if we really had a lot in common and I can't give specifics really. I don't even remember on why I didn't choose a second date other than I was not ready to be dating probably. And so we went to, I think we had coffee before work and it was a, it was a good date, right? Like nothing negative to say. It didn't go anywhere after that. And then I guess we kind of like ghosted and lost touch. Well, now that I'm single, obviously, <laughs> word has words gotten around. Word's gotten around. And he reached out to me and he did ask, why didn't I get a second date? And I was like, I can't like, oh, my God. First of all, yeah, oh God, now I'm like, I'm sweating. Okay, <laughs> right. Like, but I love the transparency and I'm trying to be transparent because mm-hmm. I am. So, of co- course, I'm like, I told him the same thing I said back then. I think it was because I had just gotten out of a relationship and I just wasn't emotionally ready. And I think he wants to go on. A, I guess this would now be a second date after three years. Would you do it? Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I think if you can't pinpoint an exact reason why you didn't go on a second date, then maybe try another date and just see. If you know, though, that like the chemistry is not there or if he's not your type or she's not your type or whatever, then I feel like it would be a waste of both of your times. Yeah. But how do you know if you really can't pinpoint a reason why? Then, I mean, maybe. Stay tuned. I don't know. Stay tuned. Do we give a second chance? I just don't realize you don't like second chance. I feel like he's giving me the second chance. Yeah, I feel like you're the one getting the second chance here. So, hell, you might want to jump on it because, you know. (gasps) That's all the time we have for tonight. Thanks so much for listening and hanging out with us. If you'd like to find out more about the Kirks and our big blended family, visit our website at pastchaos.com. Make sure you don't miss out on any of this train wreck and chaos by hitting the subscribe button. If you really want to get personal, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Be sure to tune in every Sunday when we release new episodes. We would really appreciate it if you would subscribe to and review our podcast. And just so y'all know, we love Jesus, but we cuss a little. Thank you.